Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 72, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone and we are glad that you're here. And yes, we have reached day 72. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So hello Marvin. Oh hey Dave. Hey, before we start today, can I ask a question? Of course Marvin, always. Well, yeah, I, I kind of meant to ask it yesterday, but then I forgot at the end. Yesterday in our reading, it said Samson was to be a Nazarite. Now, well, what does that mean? I- is it something to do with Nazareth, where Jesus was from? No, Marvin. That's a sensible guess, but you know, it's something a little bit different. But, oh, well, it sounds like the professor is going to come and help us out a bit. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. It's Professor Westminster. Hello, Professor. Uh, Marvin was just wondering what a Nazarite was. Ah, yes, like Samson, huh? <laughs> well, back in number six, one of the chapters we didn't read on the podcast, God told Moses about a thing called the Nazarite vow, a special promise for people to make if they wanted to separate themselves to God. If he wanted to take some time and say, for this time, I am going to dedicate myself to following God, to move away from anything else. Oh, yes, so they made a promise, and they would not drink any wine or grape juice, uh, and they wouldn't cut their hair on their head at all, and they weren't allowed to go near any dead bodies. And then, at the end of the time they promised, then they would make a sacrifice to the Lord. Oh, wow. So some people would make the promise for a certain amount of the time, but some would make the promise for their whole life. Samson was to be a Nazarite his whole life, which was why Jesus, the angel of the Lord, told his mother and his father never to cut his hair. You see, Samson was a very special child. He was to be set apart for God his whole life long. Okay, okay, yeah. Thanks, Professor. Yeah, no problem. Ha, hey, I'll see you guys again soon, huh? Bye. <laughs> Bye, Professor. Okay, so, yesterday we heard about Samson being born. Today we'll hear more about him as he grows up. Now, we're going to skip forward one chapter, and in that chapter we missed out. Samson has grown up and he's super strong. A lion attacks him and he just tears it apart with his bare hands. Then Samson meets a Philistine and he decides that he wants to marry her. Now, that wasn't good. The Israelites weren't supposed to marry Philistines. But he does and there's a feast and he gives the Philistines who are there a riddle. And he says if the Philistines solve the riddle, he'll give them lots of valuable clothes. But if they can't solve it, then they'll have to give him the valuable clothes as a prize. And they can't figure it out, so they get his wife to get Samson to tell her the answer. And he won't at first, but she asks and asks and asks and asks and asks until finally he tells her. And what does she do? She runs straight off to tell the Philistines. And so Samson loses his bet, and he's so angry he goes off to a Philistine city and he kills 
30 Philistines and he takes their clothes and he uses that to be the prize for the ones who solved the riddle. And he's so angry about the whole thing that he goes back to his parents' house. And so that's where we pick up the story today. Whoa. Yep. Look, Samson is not a Bible character that we hear about and we think, wow, what an awesome guy doing such a great job following God. We should sure try to be like him. He makes bad decisions. He loses his temper. But, well, let's see what we hear about today. Okay, okay, great. So, who's reading for us today? Today, it's our friend Margaret. Oh, hi, Margaret. Hello. Today's reading is from Judges 15, verses 1 to 15. Samson gets even with the Philistines. Later on, Samson went to visit his wife. He took a young goat with him. He went at the time the wheat was being gathered. He said, I'm going to my wife's room. But her father wouldn't let him go in. Her father said, I was sure you hated her, so I give her to your companion. Isn't her younger sister more beautiful? Take her instead. Samson said to them, This time I have a right to get even with the Philistines. I'm going to hurt them badly. So he went out and caught three hundred foxes. He tied them in pairs by their tails. Then he tied a torch to each pair of tails. He lit the torches. He let the foxes loose in the fields of grain that belonged to the Philistines. He burned up the grain that had been cut and stacked. He burned up the grain that was still growing. He also burned up the vineyards and olive trees. The Philistines asked, Who did this? They were told Samson did. He is the son-in-law of the man from Timnah. Samson did it because his wife was given to his companion. So the Philistines went up and burned the woman and her father to death. Samson said to the Philistines, Is that how you act? Then I promise I won't stop until I pay you back. He struck them down with heavy blows. He killed many of them. Then he went down and stayed in a cave. It was in the rock of Edom. The Philistines went up and camped in Judah. They spread out nearly high. The people of Judah asked, Why have you come to fight against us? We've come to take Samson as our prisoner, they answered. We want to do to him what he did to us. Then three thousand men from Judah went to get Samson. They went down to the cave in the rock of Edom. They said to Samson, Don't you realise the Philistines are ruling over us? What have you done to us? Samson answered, I only did to them what they did to me. The men of Judah said to him, We've come to tie you up. We're going to hand you over to the Philistines. Samson said, Promise me you won't kill me yourselves. We agree, they answered. We'll only tie you up and hand you over to them. We won't kill you. So they tied him up with two new ropes. They led him up from the rock. Samson approached Lehi. The Philistines came toward him shouting. Then the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on Samson. The ropes on his arms became like burned thread. They dropped off his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey. He grabbed it and struck down 1,000 men. Thanks, Margaret. Whoa, Dave, wow. You just killed a 1,000 Philistines just using an old donkey bone. Yep. Now, like we said, Samson is not such a great guy. He is far from perfect. But God is also using him to deliver judgment on the Philistines and to rescue his people from them. You know, Marvin, God's people have always been a collection of sinful people. Liars, people who lose their tempers, people who make silly mistakes, people who are not good at trusting God. People like Samson and Gideon and the rest of the Israelites and all the other ones that we've read about. And you know, Marvin, it still is. Churches are not places where really good people meet up to be really good together. 
Churches are where we, a bunch of sinners, get together knowing how much we need Jesus to be reminded and to proclaim the good news that we have been saved, even though we completely don't deserve it. So look, if you ever think, oh dear, I'm not good enough to be a Christian or I'm not good enough to be part of God's church, then you're not getting it. God doesn't wait for people to be good enough so that he can invite them then. He invites us sinners to come just as we are to be adopted into his great big family. Yeah, no entrance exam, huh, Dave? <laughs> Absolutely not. If we believe and we ask God to forgive our sins, that's it. We're in. Today, boys and girls, thank God that we don't have to be good enough to be part of his family. Thank him that he's invited the no good, dirty, rotten sinners like you and me, Marvin. Yeah, hooray! We are all invited. That is right, Marvin. And you know, I think that's a good place to leave, Samson. And we'll be back tomorrow to hear of some more of his adventures. Okay, great. Yeah, sounds good, Dave. Hey, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh. Dave Josh.